You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. All right, what is going on, 49ers faithful? Welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. I believe this is episode 597. Uh, as we approach another milestone, uh, I say with a question mark at the end of it, Ron Burgundy. Um, with me is the handsome fellow Brian from Legit Football. That means up, it must man? be Thursday. How's life, Brian? Uh, it's great. I've told you multiple times. I look forward to this. I've got it locked in my calendar. Three thirty Pacific every Thursday. We have some fun, uh, and I get to know the Niners a little bit more. You know, they're actually kind of my hometown team now. I've told you before. I'm about fifteen minutes from Levi Stadium uh, as a Dolphins fan, so I'm, I'm feeling a little bit more attached to San Francisco these days. You know. Dude, I freaking love it. Shout out to all the hashtag CC people, which we're giving away two shirts today. So that's another thing that, you know, we're giving away one shirt to a hashtag CC. We're giving away another shirt to a new subscriber the past 40 days. Uh, we just give stuff away here and shout out to all the hashtag CCs. Get them in. We're giving stuff away today. So you want to make sure you get that in. Now, the agenda for today's show is a little bit different than what we've done here on 49ers Rush Podcast. On Thursdays when we have Brian, we try to broaden our perspective across the NFL uh, with our 49ers, a little more NFL-centric. But today, we're dipping into the fantasy football world through a lens of the 49ers. So, Brian, kind of walk us through what this process is going to look like and what our goals are. Yeah, so I'm always trying to brainstorm ideas for this show because, like I said, I love coming on it. I want to I wanna bring you and the faithful that, that – that NFL perspective, but at the same time, trying to ground it in the Niners, because I mean, after all, this is a 49er show. So I came up with this idea, look, it's fantasy season, right? A lot of fantasy football drafts are, are happening right around now in August, kind of leading up to the season. And so I had this idea of why don't we 
take the profiles, the fantasy profiles of the fantasy-relevant 49ers players and kind of stack them up against the rest of the fantasy players in their particular position. So obviously we're going to go through quarterback, wide receiver, and tight end. Uh, I thought that would be a fun exercise to obviously dig a little deeper on the skill players for the Niners, but also kind of peel back and, and look a little bit broader about where they compare from a fantasy angle with, with regards to the upcoming fantasy season. I like that. It's going to be fun. Um, and we got a lot. And let me just throw this. I got to do my little promo here. Um, we are setting up a fantasy football league, a best ball fantasy league, mm -hmm. which I think is going to be an absolute blast. We already filled up one of our leagues. Here's how it works. Very simple. Best ball. If you've never done best ball, it's the best thing of fantasy. You draft and then you're done. Um, what happens is you fill your roster up and it you draft 20 players and it fills your best lineup every week. You don't have to do lineups. There's no trades. You set it and then you're done for the season. And what happens is it costs $50 to join unless you're a Patreon member, then it's half off or free. Um, but it's $50 to join and the first and second for each league gets their pick of an autographed memorabilia. I've got Joe Montana jersey signed. I've got a George Kittle mini helmet. I got a Jerry Rice jersey signed, all these different things. So as many leagues as we get, we're going to keep getting more memorabilia for that. It's a lot of fun. And again, if you want to join, all you got to do, uh, it's 50 bucks, and you just PayPal it. My PayPal address is at Lamar Chapman, uh, $50. Just leave your email in the notes. Do not say anything about fantasy football. PayPal hates that. Uh, they'll block my account. So just, uh, <laughs> just leave your that. email that you want to be on there, and you can do that. Now, again, if you are a Patreon member, uh, if you're a Frank Gore tier, it's half off. It's only 25 bucks. And if you're a Jerry Rice tier member, it's free. Uh, we'll pay for it for you. And if you're one of those people that's been on the fence, should I join or should I not? That's cool. Join. Uh, you get those cost benefits the second you join. Uh, we believe in our content. We started a whole Football 101 series over on Patreon. Today, we broke down what the Cover 3 looks like and what makes a 425 the strengths and all that stuff. So we got a lot of content going on over there on Patreon. Now, let's get to the meat and potatoes of the show, my friend. Um, how do we want to start with this? Do we want to go player by player? How do you want to do this? Yeah, we'll break it down by position group, but I want to give a little background first. I actually think this is relevant. Uh, I've been playing fantasy football for probably 20 years. Uh, just to let you know, John, I've been doing it since, you know, we had pen and paper and we yeah. would either have to use the Monday newspaper and get the box scores or we'd have to watch NFL primetime and literally write down the, the transactions and, or the stats and the, and the touchdowns and receptions and all of that. So fantasy has been a part of my life for as long as I can remember, longer than even I've been obsessed with the NFL. So I'm super excited about this particular episode. But I, I thought we'd start uh, at the quarterback position. You know, I mean, that that's that's the big thing. That's uh, Everybody wants to know. I know you guys are high on Lance, and you should be, but we're still, <laughs> we still, we, at the end of the day, we don't know what we're getting yet, which is exciting that you guys should be excited because uh, it's only hope at this point, right? There's not really yes. a lot of reason not to be hopeful. Uh, so I figured we'd start there. So here's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to talk about the tw how they finished 2021, what their uh, average draft position is, uh, according to Sleeper. So if you guys aren't familiar, I'm using Sleeper rankings. Highly recommend Sleeper for, for a fantasy platform. Uh, just to kind of have an even playing field as far as where were statistics and rankings, I did as a redraft league, so we're not talking dynasty. Uh, although it will come in handy for your best ball. So if you're, if you're using this for research for the uh, 49ers rush best ball, this is good stuff for you. Uh, half PPR, and we figured like a 12 team as far as you know average uh, drafting rounds. 
So we'll start in quarterback. 2021 ranking for Trey Lance. Uh, he doesn't have one. You know, he, he didn't, didn't play enough to really have a ranking. Yeah. So, so we just left that at N.A., uh, which is good because basically you have a very, very small sample size so much that you can't make any judgments yet, to be honest. Most of the judgments we're making uh, is based on potential alone, based on the offense that we know that Shanahan runs, based on the weapons that they have, uh, and based on Lance's uh, physical skills. So his uh, ADP right now on sleeper is QB 13, which from a 12-team uh, league perspective, is you can get them like at the early 10th round, kind of end of the ninth, early 10th, if you kind of want to get an idea where you have them. Um, does that surprise you, John? What, what are your thoughts on kind of Man, that? you know, here's the thing that is interesting to me. If, if you've never played fantasy, the quarterback position and rushing is everything mm -hmm. because the rushing stats are what set people apart. If you look at the top performing Josh Allen, Herbert, you know, uh, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, yep. all those guys. There's lots of other ones. Jalen Hurts is up there. Even Mahomes. Mahomes adds it with his rushing. Points. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He, he rushes for a lot of first downs. Now, if you look at like Jimmy Garoppolo last year, who only played 15 games, no rushing ability whatsoever. He finished as the 17th best quarterback last year so you mean to tell me if trey lance and some of his rushing and whatever else comes in at 13 i'm just gonna say he's gonna be a top 10 quarterback now i've been on the trey lance hype train for a long time um and again you've got to understand it's not about this is the thing about fantasy it's not about the best player it's not about the best quarterback it's about who's going to get yards who's going to get touchdowns and that's why I would say personally, again, the ADP average draft position, he's going 13th, as you said. Man, I, I'm going to put him 10. Um, I'm going to put him right at that 10 spot just because the rushing ability is going to drive it up so much. Agreed. And and to give you guys a perspective, Jalen Hurts, who you know we uh, we talked about on my show, actually, John, if you, you guys caught the show, uh, I asked John about his thoughts on Jalen Hurts. And Jury's out on him as an NFL quarterback, but he was actually the QB one in fantasy for the first half of last year. <laughs> so it's yeah. not like John said, it's not just about the best quarterbacks. It's all about uh, fantasy opportunity. Rushing for QBs is a huge bonus. Um, and, and yeah, I, I like QB 10. I actually, I, I just, I want to see, I, I don't like projecting rookie quarterbacks. And to me, yeah. he's kind of a rookie. He just didn't have enough. He didn't have a ton of experience at North Dakota State. Ten quarters. He played right. ten quarters last year. And he year. played very little last year. So I'm kind of still throwing him in. He's got a step above the current rookies, but I'm still kind of putting him in there. So I've got him kind of in the same range. I didn't want to put him in. Do I think he has the potential to be top ten? Absolutely. And I, I think he could even be like top seven, top eight, if they really rely on his legs a lot, which I could see Shanahan doing. I have him as QB 14. Um, I had, according to the sleeper, they had Derek Carr behind him. And I actually think, uh, Carr for a number of reasons is, is set to have a really good fantasy season. So I bumped Carr up, bumped, uh, Lance back one. I do have him ahead of quarterbacks like Kirk Cousins, uh, mainly because of that rushing ability, but that does not mean I don't think he could easily finish top 10. And I do think he's a value in drafts. If you're, if you're talking about, if, if you don't want to spend on one of these top tier quarterbacks and you want to invest in, in running backs or wide receivers early in your draft, and you can get Trey Lance in the ninth round, like that's a nice strategy. That is a strategy, not just as a Niners fan, but that's a strategy as a fantasy fan that you could actually use. I'm pretty big on waiting on QBs. Now, if yep. you're in a one quarterback format, which if you're in a super flex or two QB format, that's where the fun's at. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the leagues that I'm in that are super flex, where you can start two quarterbacks, it makes the quarterback position very, very important. If yep. I'm in a one quarterback league, I'm waiting. Because I don't mind starting somebody like Matt Ryan or Jameis Winston, who are you know going in the twenties 
if it's 12 teams and everybody has one quarterback, that's 12 quarterbacks. I'm cool. I don't mind waiting. But if it's a super flex or two QB, that's where it gets important. And I'm willing to bet in our best ball leagues, uh, which the first league just got started. Um, Trey Lance going to go pretty early. <laughs> oh yes, he's as a Niners, go he's probably yeah. going to be like one of the top three or four quarterbacks <laughs> taken. It's just the hey, nature Melissa, of. Glad yep. to have you here. Hi, Melissa. Uh, how now, you doing? Now, okay, so that that's the quarterback, Trey Lance. I got him around ten. You got sure. him around fourteen. Yep. Let's go running back. Okay. Because if you look at Elijah Mitchell and what he got accomplished last year, right. people don't understand Elijah Mitchell. He only played in 12 games. Mm-hmm. He didn't play much. Uh, injuries were rough, all that. Having said that, he finished as the 24th uh, best running back. Now, for your rankings, are you doing uh, – do you do PPR, half-point PPR? Ha- ha- did half PPR, um, okay. and I did do Superflex uh, just by default. Like you, I'm, most right. of my leagues are Superflex, which is – for all intents and purposes, two quarterbacks, you usually so, don't want to start a non-quarterback. In that for the, the non-fantasy peeps, that's okay because you're going to learn a lot about stat projections uh, mm-hmm. through this conversation. PPR stands for points per reception. So every catch that he makes out of the backfield, he gets half of a point added. Right. So if you look at the half-point PPR, so half a point for every catch, now he finishes number 25, the 25th running back. But... Again, he only played 12 games, right. and he averaged 13 points a game. If, let's just say he played you know, those five extra games you're adding, what was that, 65 more points to his total, well, that's going to bump him up to wide res- or running back number eight, uh, tied with Alvin Kamara. Like, he had a productive year. Where do you rank him, and do you think that his usage will go up in 2022? So there's a couple caveats here. One, you mentioned the injuries, um, which is always a concern. Uh, especially at the running back position. But number two, it is the history of the way Shanahan uses his running backs. And that is, to me, certainty is a big deal in fantasy football. It has nothing to do with talent. It has to do with Shanahan is notorious for completely switching up his running back uh, rotation without any warning. There's the famous uh, Matthew Berry thing where he needed like what a single point from. So Matthew Berry is like one of the most famous fantasy analysts. He needed one point from Alfred Morris, uh, and instead, I think they started a, a you know a, a doubtful uh, Raheem Mostert who wasn't expected yeah. to start. It was something along those lines because and, and Shanahan just had, gave no indication that it was going to go that way. So that's why I'm 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 higher on Mitchell than than the consensus. So the ADP right now on sleeper is. RB24, uh, which puts him about the mid-fifth round. I've got him as running back 22. I 100% believe he's capable of being higher than that from a talent perspective. I think Mitchell was a steal uh, for the 49ers last year, and if he can stay healthy and if he is actually the RB1 is going to get 70% or more of those touches, I think he can have uh, you know, RB12, RB10 potential. I just don't trust Shanahan enough to <laughs> invest a high enough pick in him that he's not going to have, you know, uh, you still got Wilson there. Um, Sermon, I, I mean, you might know more than me. It didn't look great as, you know, he kind of fell off at, to start last season, but you drafted Ty Davis Price. It's like you have all these toys that Shanahan likes to play around with his toys, and Lance is going to be running a lot. Does that take away carries from from the running game? Um, so I bumped him up a little, but to me personally, there's so much uncertainty that I, I can't really bump him into like the top 50. The one thing that I will say about Elijah Mitchell is that he has kind of cemented his way into that starting role. And so, yeah, are there going to be weeks where it's like you don't know if he's injured or if he's going to go and you find out, you know, right before kickoff, he's a scratch, whatever. Those things might happen. Um, 
but I think that he's going to be used. He's going to be. And I have always valued running backs with a running quarterback, not named Cam Newton, um, more than um, having as because again, it opens up running lanes. Cam Newton would take everybody's touchdowns. That's what bothered me Mm -hmm. about Cam Newton, but every other mobile quarterback, it just freezes those backside linebackers to where Elijah Mitchell, it it gives them an opportunity for bigger running lanes. I like a specific question with you, John, with regards to that, uh, as someone who's spent, you know, seen training camps and seen practices, are they running any uh, like read options? Because that is specifically where that benefits the running back. If it's just having a running running uh, or a, a, a mobile quarterback and he's just handing it off, that doesn't give a benefit. But if there's read options to where the linebackers and the defensive ends have to have that extra second of hesitation, then you're 100% right. It opens up running lanes for running backs. Yeah, and uh, what Brian's asking here, the read option, this is where the quarterback goes to give and looks at, you know, he's reading one of the defenders. It can be a defensive end, backside backer, safety, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, The funny thing is the 49ers have been running read options with – Jimmy Garoppolo, they're just automatic gives. They're right. automatic gives. Um, you can't so, tell their options because right. he just hands it off every time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they have been doing that. And when Trey came in, Trey Lance came in some last year, they actually, you know, he was allowed to pull those. They still give him automatic calls sometimes. But, um, yeah, so I'm telling you right now, I, I'm really high on Elijah Mitchell just from a consistency standpoint. He's going to get carries in a top five rushing attack in the NFL. Will he get the touchdowns? Mm. Will he get the receptions? Mm. I, I think that's two areas of concern. But, man, the carries are going to be there. The offensive line is going to be there. The mobile quarterback is going to be there. You know, 24. And, again, if, if you're looking at, okay, who are the guys around him? Um, you know, I'm looking at fantasy pros here. Um, Elijah Mitchell's 21 for them. Brees Hall for the Jets, he's going to be in a timeshare. Antonio Gibson, okay, I like Gibson more. But, you know, they did just draft Brian Robinson. We'll see there. Yeah, they I have think their Gibson own will be pitcher. in more of a timeshare. I have a feeling that yeah. Bruce Hall is going to – we actually reported in Legit Football recently that 60 to 65% of the carries are expected to go to Hall. That doesn't mean that will happen. Um, Dude, I'm team Michael Carter, man. And Brees Hall is like good, Carter. but I I, like, I I like Carter. I'm a big – anyway. All right. Now, before we jump to wide receivers, let's give away a shirt. Um, hashtag CC members. I'm going to. I'm going back, man, because this is awesome right here. Stephen Fox, who's a great supporter of the show, I want to say thank you, man. He says, me and my brother are going to the Niners-Kansas City game. It will be his third game, his brother's first. I love extending that out and getting people to the games. I love people getting together. Uh, that's the whole 49ers rush road trip thing, man. That's what we're about, uh, building the community. He got in the very first hashtag CC today before we went live. So, Stephen, I want to say congratulations. You are the winner of our first T-shirt, um, and we've got a couple options. You know, you're going to have your choice to pick. This is our new logo, and, you know, just straight up one that you can get right here. Or you can do the one I'm wearing. I love this shirt. It says, I was drafted by the 49ers, and all I got was this red shirt because <laughs> Shanahan red shirts all of his 49ers. Then. So nice. email me, 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com. Um, I'll get your details. I'll get that ordered and sent out for you free of charge. want to say thank you for your support. Uh, man, This that's our second giveaway. We gave away a Brandon Ayuk side jersey on Tuesday, and then here after we get uh, through a couple of wide receivers, we'll be giving away another shirt to a new subscriber in the past 40 days. Um, thank you, Dave. Yeah, uh, this was my idea. I really wanted this shirt. And so I talked to my logo guy, Dale, who uh, Brian knows if you've been oh, yeah. out to any of Great our guy. rush road trips. Awesome guy. Uh, he, he made it work. So I, 
I love these. Now, if you want one of these shirts, guess what? In the description of YouTube or every video, we passed 10,000 subscribers, so that comes with some perks. It's embedded in every video. So if, if you just minimize from full screen, go down below the description. You can see the T-shirts the there. Also, the link is in the description of every video. Um, and if you're listening to audio podcasts, it's in the description of that as well. So that's there as well. So if you want one of those shirts, support the show. Uh, we got some merch. It's what it is. We're, we're taking steps over here. Um, now speaking of taking steps, wide receivers are going to be a little tricky for you to jump into. Uh, let, I'm going to make two more points about running backs. Before oh, we move sure. On. Of course. Yes. One, you were mentioning the, the read option uh, with the Shanahan offense. There is a little bit of precedent for that. If we go back to RG three, it's rookie season with Washington when Shanahan was the offensive coordinator. Uh, and you think of it, that was Alfred Morris was the running back there. And it, it just really, he had a fantastic season. Honestly, was never really able to reproduce that. So if the Niners are able to kind of reproduce that same RG3 style read option, then Mitchell goes way up and you're getting a huge steal there. So that's point number one. Point number two, if you are going to draft Mitchell because of the injury concerns and because of the, the way Shanahan likes to rotate his running backs, get another one of those running backs. I like Ty Davis-Price. His ADP right now is running back 55. So you can get him super late or maybe even pick yeah. him up as a free agent. So get one of those others. If you want to get Jeff Wilson, that's fine too. Uh, but if you're going to draft Mitchell, secure yourself in a handcuff and get another one of those Niners running backs. If you are going to handcuff, I would recommend TDP as well. I would not recommend Jeff Wilson. I'd say Trey okay. Sermon over that. But okay. I wouldn't touch anybody else outside of TDP. TDP was my choice, yeah. And um, Elijah Mitchell. That, just because, again, you look at Jeff Wilson. He was active this last five games. He got zero touches, even right. though he was active. So, yeah. I I don't know, but if everybody gets hurt, he could have another three touchdown game, which we've <laughs> yeah. seen him do as well. But you never know. I'm, I'm staying away from that one. So yeah, let's move on to wide receiver, uh, Debo Samuel. So I'm oh. a big Debo fan. Not just you know, I, I actually I think I actually mentioned when I was first on your show for the draft party, uh, you asked me about the whole Debo news, and he was on my fantasy team. So I, you know, I was I'm I'm, I'm happy to keep him on on the I actually have him on dynasty league. So he finished last season as wide receiver three. Right, and a lot of that had to do with the fact that he was getting a lot of running back carries as well. But I still think he would have been a top five wide receiver even without that. Current ADP is wide receiver eight uh, yeah, with regards to sleeper, late second round. Now, some of that I have no doubt is due to uh, his his contract situation, right? Because once again, uncertainty is like a fantasy player's nightmare. You don't want that uncertainty. I'm not basing my projections on that. I, you know, I think I'm pretty confident from my conversation with you, John, and just in, you know, following the league in general, that he will be playing for the Niners come week one. Oh, uh, 100%. He'll, be, he'll be getting his normal work share, uh, maybe less of the running, uh, running back carries, but I think that'll just open him up more as a wide receiver. Uh, so I have him as wide receiver six. Uh, and it's not that I'm not high on him to have him higher, but I looked at the names ahead of him. So just to let you know, the top five, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, and Stefan Diggs. I mean, those are, those are super elite wide receivers. Uh, could Debo outperform those guys? Certainly he did most of them last year, but I just think, you know, they'll, they'll want to spread the ball out a little more. Hopefully Ayuk makes a step. They'll run the ball more. Uh, I think the Niners, which was, you know, should just lower the volume in general. So wide receiver six, that's where I've got uh, Debo Samuel pegged right now. I think, I think that's a good spot for him because if you look at what he did last year, the rushing was just bonkers, right? Mm -hmm. 365 extra yards rushing, but eight touchdowns mm -hmm. on the ground. Yeah. That's not going to be replicated. Um, I do have him signing with the 49ers. He'll be here. But 
I don't know. This new contract, and we're not going to know this, okay? You know, I was talking about this with Wayne Breezy. If that guaranteed number is much higher than, you know, what um, A.J. Brown signed, you know, what Terry McLaurin signed, that's going to tell me they're going to use him as a running back. If that number is lower, they're just going to let him be a wide receiver. Um, but again, we're not going to know. We're not going to know. That guaranteed number, I think, will tell us a lot. But they're not going to say, yeah, we signed this deal with the handshake agreement. He's going to get two carries a game. That's not going to happen. We're not going to know. So uh, we'll just have to kind of wait and see, but do not expect the same rushing out point. Um, he had 1,400 yards receiving last year, though. Can that go up? Sure, but probably not by much. Um right. Yeah, I think six to ten is probably the right place for him. Um, even though he's incredible, I think Ayuk's going to get an uptick, which I want to talk about with you here in a second. Yeah, let's he's take next. that. Let's go yep. there. Let's let's go through your Ayuk so spill. One last stat on on Samuel. So one of the questions besides the the whole contract situation is the fact that he's got a new quarterback. That's once again we're reiterating the the uncertainty. Uh, but how many snaps did you say Lance had last year? He played ten quarters. Ten quarters. Um, I can tell you the exact. Yeah. Ten you quarters go on to your so, point. I'll find it for you. Ten, 10 quarters. He already has three touchdown passes to Debo Samuel. He's already kind of shown that connection. Uh, so I'm not personally worried about that connection. I am a little worried based on stuff I've read. And John, maybe you know differently. The next wide receiver we're talking about when it comes to connection, that's Ayuk. I've actually seen some reports that he has not necessarily been on the same page with Lance uh, with regards to OTAs and minicamp. Um, but so Brandon Ayuk, 2021, finished as wide receiver 35. The uh, advantage there, or uh, kind of the nice nugget with that number, is that he most of that was in the second half of the season. You know, he did he did the whole Shanahan doghouse for the first half, or for whatever reason, John. Maybe you can can enlighten me on that. But the second half of the season, they kind of let him in more. He had a lot more snaps. He had a lot more targets. He had ten or more fantasy points in seven of the final ten weeks of the fantasy season. So the fantasy season. You know, I'm, I'm counting that as ending in week 17. Uh, so that means the majority of that was in the second half of the season, which is great to hear. He's currently ADP is uh, average draft position is wide receiver 42. So uh, the consensus is that he's not going to finish as, as good as he did last year, which I think is, you know, a, a little. I'm going against that. Yeah, yeah I'm going a against little that. pessimistic uh, late eighth round in a 12 team league. Uh, so I've got him kind of in this early 30s. I've got him at like 34. So I think he's going to finish. And, and here's why. Kind of the same. Not that he can't finish higher than that. And like I said, he had he finished the year strong. But they're going to be running the ball more. Um, we're not necessarily seeing that connection with Lance yet. Doesn't mean it can't develop. Uh, so I think early 30s, which is, you know, if you're, if you've got a flex position or a third wide receiver, that's a wide receiver three. That's still valuable. And if you can, if the rest of the league is drafting him late eighth, you can probably get him in the sixth or seventh round, still have good value. Uh, and I think I could return on that. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app and here's what's great it, it you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country including california texas and georgia on top of that you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason action some of these player props nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds anthony davis more than two blocks lillard four three-pointers made you get a pick exactly how you want to use your bets. 
So, download the app today. Use code 49ers, 49ERS, for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. My thing with Ayuk and Trey Lance, one, Trey Lance played 179 snaps last year. 179, okay. Uh, 179, so not that many, not that many. Right. But the thing is, like, Jimmy Garoppolo can't throw the deep ball. Probably one of the worst deep ball throwers in the NFL. Um, I don't think anybody would really disagree with that. Ayuk's specialty is the deep ball. If you go back mm-hmm. to his time at Arizona State and all those things, that's why I think – Maybe his targets might not be as high, but the quality of targets and the depth of targets, those air yards, whew, that's going to be through the roof. So I think, you know, I used to have a couple games where he shows up and gets a 60-yard touchdown, something along that. So, and yeah, man, I I, I don't know. I, I think I think it's there. And, you know, videos just came out yesterday. Uh, thanks, Clayton, our producer. He, he reminded me of this. They're hanging out yesterday. I saw um, that. I saw yeah, that they were. They, they are trying to build that chemistry. I'll hand them that. I did see and, those reports as well. And also, you know, I'll be. I'll be honest. When Trey Lance was first drafted, the first person that worked out with him, BA Brandon Ayuk's mm-hmm. been there. So, man, I I think I got a lot of hope here. And if I think there's any wide receiver, or any pass catcher, even George Kittle included, that gains from Trey Lance, I'm putting Ayuk at the mm-hmm. top of that list. Yeah, I I, I can't fault that. Like it, just the fact that I have them about almost, you know, eight to 10 spots ahead of the consensus lets you know I'm kind of in the same ballpark. I'm just not ready to put him as like a top right. 20 wide receiver. Uh, but I do think that this is, if you're looking for value, this is a guy that you can get, even as, as a Niners fan, get him ahead of the consensus because a lot of people tend to be kind of discounting him uh, for whatever reason. So hopefully for your sake, if you draft him, he continues with how he finished Ooh. the season. Look at this from 49ers faithful forever. He says, off topic, but hot take. Ayuk won't be a long-term 49er. That's interesting. interesting. Um, do you pay both your uh, wide receivers a lot of money? Um, you know, Debo's going to get his deal here in about two weeks. I think I told everybody August 2nd was the day. That's my projection uh, for when Debo deal will get done. That's interesting. Uh, I like Ayuk. I hope he's around. Uh, right now, if he was to re-sign a deal with where he's at, it wouldn't be super expensive. But, yeah, we'll have to see there. That's interesting. I think, I think his season, this particular season for Ayuk is going to determine that. That third uh, year. That third, third year. year. Correct. So if he has a, a just a huge – if he makes that leap, then, yeah, it's going to be tough to sign both of those guys 
Uh, I think Kittle's coming up on an extension too, correct? So, I mean, you've got... He just signed his. Yeah, Kittle just signed, just signed his, yeah. his two years ago. Um, so, Kittle's good. Bosa. 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 I'm, about I'm, to be I'm good. Bosa. Bosa. That's going to break the year. bank right there, man. Right. So, I mean, you've got all these contracts that you have to dole out. So, if Ayuk has a great season, uh, I don't think that's a bad point that he could end up not being on San Francisco, um, you know, two to three years from now. I like it. I like it. Ooh, Melissa says, Brandon, every game through and caught with Lance uh, would even run plays for the game of Brandon traping in each other's corner for a while. I agree. Yeah, they have been, you know, as close as you can be and, you know, making fun of each other on Instagram and things like that. I love that stuff. And I love how Brandon Ayuk was making fun of all the arm fatigue BS reports that are out that there. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> uh, now, before we jump to our next player, or do you have any more IU stuff? I want to do another. Uh, yeah, just just chance. what I what I was reading was not that off the field stuff. Like from everything I'm seeing, like Ayuk is doing everything he can. But I, from what I read, that during OTAs and mini camps, it was actually Ray Ray, Ray McLeod was performing better than than Ayuk was. So that might not mean anything. And sometimes that that off you know the mini camp stuff means nothing comes start of the season. But that's kind of where I'm getting my information from. And that with the fact that Debo wasn't there and Ayuk didn't take advantage to just be that guy. These are the kind of things we have to ask ourselves. I hope for the for the faithful that I'm wrong, but that's why I'm not ready to kind of throw them in that top 20 wide receiver conversation yet. Training camp's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, training camp is you you cannot get through. Let me say this in a better way: you can't hide uh, because mm-hmm. so many of the training camp practices are open. And you can go buy your tickets now. Uh, the 49ers released all their dates that you can uh, go to that uh, if you want to. But, like, yeah, you, you can't hide. So if that's yeah. something you want to do, whew, th- there it is. So let's do another giveaway. This is to a recent subscriber in the last 40 days. Congratulations to BayRider408, um, one of the YouTube subscribers, BayRider408. Congratulations. Reach out to me. Uh, if you're not watching this live, you're watching it late. Uh, you can email me, 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com or Twitter at JL underscore Chapman. All right. What do we got next, Brian? Uh, we're going to finish up with the tight end position, and we've got the beast, George Kittle. The beast. Finishing 2021 as tight end four, and ADP exactly the same. So he is going as the fourth tight end off the board as far as round, early fourth. So maybe late third if you're trying to target him to get him on your fantasy team. Uh, yeah, I think I've got him, I've got him as tight end three. I think the only... I have him ahead of Pitts. A lot of the the ADP has Kyle Pitts going as the third overall tight end. I think Pitts is a fantastic play and maybe the number one overall in Dynasty. I'm not ready to put Kyle Pitts over George (laughs) Kittle on my fantasy team for a redraft league. Uh, So I've got, I mean, Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews, clear, undisputed top two. Um, Oh, it looks like we have a Twitter thread up there. We do. Uh, I put this out last night, and I think it's about to end. It's got three hours left. I just asked a simple question. Who is uh, Which 49ers tight end is the best? Uh, and I left it open-ended. I didn't want to get into like any of the crazy stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. Brent Jones, Vernon Davis, and George Kittle. I want you guys to throw this up in the chat. Uh, who you think, which 40 dollars tight end is the best. We had over 3,000, 3,300 votes. So this, wow. this, I was shocked by this. George Kittle's winning handedly 65%. Vernon Davis, 23%. Prince Jones, 10%. That, that pissed me off. Uh, you know, I, 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 I ain't going to lie. Like, I love George Kittle. I get it. Um, you know, I thought it was going to be closer to Kittle, 40%. Vernon Davis, 30%. Jones, 30%. But, uh, you know, it, it just it kind of went from wherever and it kind of blew up. A bunch of people started hating each other and yelling at each other and all these different things. But I thought it was important to share 
kind of just how great Kittle is. I mean, he's incredible. There's no doubt about it. Melissa says George Kittle with 20 exclamation points. I felt it. I love the energy. But man, Brent Jones and Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis had two years with 13 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Ah. Anyway, um, so throw up the, there. The, just just for my quick two cents, I would also say Kittle. Vernon Davis was great, but if I'm putting a team together now, Davis at his peak, Kittle at his peak, assuming yeah. health, I'm going Kittle. Assuming health, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Vernon Davis and Brent Jones played for 10 years. Yeah, uh, Kittle's not even at the halfway point of that yet. So I hope he gets there. I really, really do. I love all three of them. Brent Jones, man, I love playing tight end because of Brent Jones whenever I was a kid. Um, anyway, so back to recent production with George Kittle. Yeah, so uh, just to reiterate, I put him at tight end three ahead of Kyle Pitts. Uh, can't really put him ahead of Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews because they have just dominated the tight end landscape for the past few years. Kelsey has done it and- for, I feel like, eight or nine seasons. Andrews is really starting to kind of be that dominant. He had uh, an insane amount of targets last year yeah. as mainly the only pass catcher in Baltimore. And uh, both but- of them lost their primary wide receiver one, Tyreek Hill and Marquise Brown. So yep. Kittle, I mean, uh, sorry, Kelsey and Holly, or what's his name? Um, goodness, his name's Fleet, Mark, Andrews, Mark Andrews. Both yeah. likely more targets, yeah. if that's possible. I think Kelsey certainly will. The one question is Kelsey has to slow down at some point. Unlike quarterback position, we, we talk about Brady playing in his 50s or whatever, tight end is such a physical position. So it's just, I mean, we looked at how Gronk kind of was 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 fading in his early 30s. And Kelsey is uh, 33, I think he's going to be 34 uh, during the season. And that just eventually is going to come down, especially if his target share goes up because there is no Tyreek Hill there. So I yeah. could, I, I think Mark Andrews will finish as the tight end one. Um, I'm still ranking Kelsey ahead, but I could see if Kittle stays healthy as his, him finishing as tight end two behind Andrews. Um, because Andrews at Baltimore, there's, I mean, Rashad Bateman, he's kind of like the darling sleeper, but Andrews is the, the wide receiver one for all intents and purposes in Baltimore. So unless he gets injured, it's hard not to see him just getting an insane amount of targets again. Uh, but I could see Kelsey slowing down a step and then having Kittle jump into that tight end two spot. I have him right now as tight end three. Yeah, the uncertainty. You don't know how Kittle's going to do with Trey Lance. Um, right. A lot of – we just don't know. We just don't know. Um, so that's one of the things. And you look everywhere else, all the same quarterbacks being matched up except for Kyle Pitts, which I don't know. I'm not the highest on Kyle Pitts in his fantasy production because they added Drake London. They mm-hmm. took a huge step down in quarterback from Matt Ryan yeah. to Mariota or Desmond Ritter. Like, I don't know. I'm not so sold on, you know – Kyle Pitts taking over the world yet fantasy wise I just don't see it that's all that's more just even if they added London uh that's just a lack of other targets. there's just not a lot of weapons in Atlanta so he's just gonna get funneled uh, a lot of the targets um especially in the red zone so he he may not have the receptions but I could see him having 10 touchdowns uh but also uh, that's why I put him behind Kittle and I think Pitts is better long term you know Atlanta will be drafting he's still young he's still young he's still young he's like 22 he yeah. started, he was 21 last year. So, I mean, if you're talking about dynasty for the next 10 years, uh, it's hard to do better than Pitts because that physical stature is just impressive. I love it, man. Man, this has been a blast. I'm ready to go. And if you guys, again, want to participate in our um, competition, our fantasy competition, again, let's throw that up there if you can. Uh, our 49ers Rush Best Ball League. Again, all you got to do is just PayPal. It's 50 bucks. Uh, a lot of these jerseys are several <laughs> several hundred dollars. Man, that Kittle mini helmet. I, th- I thought I could get one on the cheap. Nope, yeah, very, very expensive, but that's okay. Uh, just an extra way to you know beef up 
your memorabilia game and have fun and compete against other uh, 49ers faithful. It's going to be a blast. All you got to do is just PayPal $50 to at Lamar Chapman. You'll see my ugly face on there. Um, put your email. Do not put fantasy, please, in the description or the notes, and we'll get you added to the list. Once we get another 12, we'll get that league started as well, working with Mikey. Uh, he's helping us run that one. And again, if you are a Patreon member, you get half off if you're a Jerry Rice tier member. You get it for free, absolutely free, um, just as a way for us to say thank you. And if you've been on the borderline of joining Patreon, hopefully this will help you get there. Um, just check it out. And if you don't like Patreon, guess what? Cancel, 100% money back guarantee. All right, Brian, anything else, any other nuggets you got for us before we jump out of here today? No, I don't know if we want to quickly go to the, the audience and see if anybody has any just general fantasy questions for the last two to three minutes. Um, yes, all questions, man. We're, we're, whether it's fantasy or, you know, if we got too much fantasy questions for you or fantasy stuff and you want to talk some 49ers, let's throw it out there. We got a couple extra sure. minutes for sure. Um, I, I'm bad about that, man. Um, I, I need to do, I've had a couple people ask if we could just do a Q and a episode and I'm like, man, yeah, we should probably definitely do that. Um, maybe I'm happy to week. do that with you because we can just, it can be Niners. It can be, uh, you know, anything NFL related. So, uh, I'm volunteering for that. Happy to. There we go. I love it. Ooh, Javante Williams. I love Javante Williams. He yes. was one of my favorite players out of the draft last year. Same. North Carolina went to Denver. Now they brought back Melvin, Melvin Ingram Gordon. or Melvin, Melvin Gordon. Sorry. Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Talk yeah. us through your thoughts on him. So I, I, as a Dolphins fan, I actually wanted them to draft Williams last year. The Broncos actually jumped ahead of the Dolphins to draft him last year. I'm a big Javante Williams fan, uh, and I think he sh he showed it. He was either number one or number two in broken tackles last year, and he was in a complete timeshare. Now, it is a timeshare in every sense of the word. I will say this, the offense is different, right? They've changed their coaching staff. Nathaniel Hackett's now the head coach. If I'm Hackett, as much as I like Gordon as a nice spell running back, Williams is more talented. Williams is younger. Williams is better out of the backfield. Uh, so I, I can't see it being 50-50, so... It, if you're in a league where a lot of your league mates are kind of thinking it's going to be a 50-50 split, don't worry about last year. Go for Williams. Invest it. You know, I don't know if he's a first-round pick, but he might be worth a second-round pick for, for running backs, um, maybe light in the second. Uh, so, yes, I, I think – and certainly the ceiling is really high. He could easily end up as a top-five running back if he ends up getting 65-70% of the carries in Denver. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Melissa, she asked this. Do you think the starting 5-0 line means we are more outside or inside zone? Yeah, man, it's different. Um, the, the way that the Shanahan offense has kind of migrated to that short toss, um, it, it's still blocked the same. The only difference is the quarterback's not reaching out for the running back. They're just tossing it to him and allowing him to see it. So, I think we're going to see more inside toss. And the main reason why I, I, I feel that is look at the guys we're getting. Uh, bigger guys. You know, Elijah Mitchell, he, he's big. TDP, Trey Sermon. Those bigger style bruiser backs, I think we're going to see more inside zone. I really, really do. Um, yeah, less of the Mostert, like, speedster yeah. types. They're still going know. to try to get the outside with jet sweeps and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But Ray Ray McLeod might be getting some of those. Debo and Ayuk getting some of those. But I think it's it's going to keep going a little bit more inside zone. Uh, 49ers Faithful asks this. Fournette thoughts. Uh, what do you think about him down in Tampa? So I have always kind of been down on Fournette, but he surprised me last year. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm a little bit more on him this year, but here, here are the caveats there. So yes, Ronald Jones is gone. He is now in Kansas City, uh, but they drafted Rashad White. And uh, from all I'm reading from camp, Rashad White could very well be their number one pass. Love Rashad back. White. 
right. love so LaShawn White. Brady loves him a, a nice, you know, pass-catching running back. They tried to bring in Gio Bernard to be that guy, and he didn't really do it. So Fournette, by default, ended up being that guy. And that's where the difference is. Fournette actually, surprisingly, did really well um, as a pass-catching back. I see less of that. So I still think he's going to have more than the lion's share. He will be the undisputed RB1, but I don't think he's going to get as many receptions. He's not going to get as many targets, which if we're talking PPR, makes a big difference. Now, if it's a standard league, go for net all the way. I think he could easily be a, a top six, top seven standard running back. Yeah, those those touchdowns are... That's mm-hmm. a lot. All right, we're right here. Local Monkey says, I'm tempted to go for Bateman. Can he stay healthy? Yeah, health is a hard thing to predict. He is young, is. though. Yeah, and he's young. He is and healthy. There's so few other targets. There's so few other proven receivers. Like we mentioned earlier, Mike, Mark Andrews is the undisputed wide receiver, and he's a tight end in Baltimore. Uh, I think that Baltimore is going to want to pass the ball more. I think they've that whole uh, Greg Roman rushing attack, which was so good and and led Lamar to the to the MVP a few years ago, is is hasn't been as dynamic. The offensive line hasn't been as good in, in the past few seasons. So they're going to need to throw the ball more. Uh, and Bateman is, is far and away the, the best pass receiving target outside of Andrews. So I think he's worth the risk, depending on where you get him. I wouldn't spend like a, top, a second round pick on him, but come third rounds, even with the injuries, like I, I would take a, a chance on Bateman. I think the upside, the ceiling uh, is worth going for. I'm going to try to draft Bateman in a number of my redraft leagues if that, if that helps. Nice. I like it. Man, this has been fun. Brian, it's always good with you. You always, always fun, bring John. your content, the always research, the knowledge. Yeah. Whew, I love it, man. All right, before we jump out of here, Brian, anything else before we say goodbye for the day? No, as always, you guys know, check out Legit Football. If you're not already subscribed to our free daily NFL newsletter, legitfootball.com, hit join, enter the email address. We usually have a lot of Niner stuff in there just because there's a lot of Niner stuff to talk about. Um, but you can also check out my show, 30 Minutes of Football. I had Mr. John Chapman on earlier oh, this week. Fun, man. So you fun. can go if go to the channel, check out uh, me and John. We just we, There was some Niners talk. There was some NFL talk. It was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, 30 Minutes of Football on YouTube or anywhere you get your podcasts. Yeah, and I'll say this as well. Um, we are next week, next Thursday, we'll do a Q&A. Uh, anything about the NFL, Niners, whatever. Um, if you want to get those questions in early, you can email me, 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to, uh, what's it called? Just, you know, message me on Twitter or whatever, at JL underscore Chapman, we can get that on there. So uh, we'll, we'll figure that out, and those are some options. Or you can just show up live, which we always prefer, and just ask them on the spot. So that's what we got going on there. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoy the show, and as always, stay strong and faithful. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.